before we start this episode, I want to give a big shout out to Zipster, local web people who help entrepreneurs and artists make kick-ass websites and get found online. Visit Zipster.com to find out more information. And on to the episode. Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we have the one and only amazing, unrivaled, um, black as fuck, the best graphic designer in the world, the best aspiring chef in the world. He's gonna have he's gonna have a freaking food truck where his kids gonna work, and he's not gonna work. <laughs> but for real, we have the Trey Vanterpool. Did I pronounce your last name correct? Perfect, yeah. Graphic designer and illustrator. Yes. Um, huge fan of your work. I think uh, we met on Instagram maybe last year, maybe year before, something like that. Somewhere. I think it was there. during the pandemic. Yeah, totally. Um, Everyone sort of became friends around then. Absolutely. We're all yeah. sitting in our houses like, oh, I guess we can communicate with people on their interwebs. Mm-hmm. Um, saw your work. And, you know, Andrew Duke, my neighbor, who's amazing. But I saw your work and I was like, oh, my gosh, dude insane and you were actually been on my list to get in touch with um, i appreciate that as soon as i saw you on instagram i was like i can eventually get with them and after a couple of reschedules um we're here fifth time was the charm hey don't call me out on my five no dude it was it was like a teamwork kind of thing man he he like wrote my he wrote his eyes when he said (laughs) that actually which is very rude no i was playing no i'm glad that happened you did great Thank you. Yeah, of course. Appreciate it. I'm, I'm trying so hard. I'm juggling. <laughs> but nah, man. Let's pass over to you, man. Uh, obviously, graphic designer and illustrator, but where are you from? I start there. am sort of from... All, I hate saying this, but I'm like from all over the coast, East Coast. So like, I grew up in Elizabeth City, North Carolina. I've heard of that place. Yeah. Oh, what? what? I have heard of Elizabeth City. Where? Uh, I don't know who I know that's from there, but I've heard that name. I have no clue where it is. I can't. T- I can't point to it on a map. Okay. But I've heard of that. I've heard of it before. It's about an hour from the Outer Banks. Okay. And yes. And I've spent summers in D.C., New York, Baltimore, Virginia. So just kind of what? all up and down. Yeah, I have a big big family so. i love that yeah so you just stay with like just different relatives throughout the whole entire yeah course totally. of your life yeah exactly wow okay okay Aunts and nieces and um uncles not nieces sorry none of my nieces have a house but yeah oh, family yeah totally so why so I, and this is not anything new with the creative stuff but like did you just pick and choose where you went each summer or um it was sort of whatever was most convenient for my parents because okay. they had split up and have been in like different financial situations mm. different times so like we would go to like my aunt's house during the summer to like maybe get a job and just like kind of mess around outside and like do kid stuff i love that yeah because it's pretty easy to be like broke in the city I'm not gonna lie um yes <laughs> you could just walk around and have fun see infinite so much fun stuff. yeah you can write a book afterwards um so yeah it was pretty much just that like i think my parents split up when i was around three same oh nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> same they're much happier now so it's definitely a positive thing oh yeah um, definitely not a bad thing that happened in tacoma washington oh wow um so we moved back over the east coast and i've just sort of been over here since really mm-hmm. so 
did you have any creative inspiration? I was a young kid, but you've been in some big, I mean, New York City, you know, mm-hmm. even Tacoma, Washington, you know, I'm sure like creative stuff going on out there. Were you inspired by anything in particular growing up or did the creative stuff hit later uh, on? I would say I was definitely inspired by like a lot of graffiti because mm. that was definitely like the default, um, like paint yeah and buildings and like trains and stuff up there so all the legal stuff oh yeah absolutely (laughs) so i mean i'm kind of used to seeing like really gestural like and like really evocative and emotional kind of like paint and like brush strokes and all that stuff so yeah that's kind of where i got it from (laughs) yes so that's awesome did you like tell your parents like hey i want to get some pencils i want to get into that or did you kind of just keep it to yourself for a while or um how'd you find yourself doing it I was pretty open about it from an early age, I think. Um, so my mom was an artist as well. Okay, she's currently an artist yes. actually. What she has do? a she has a small business where she sells paper mache earrings. It's called it's, it's called Inspired Mache. You should look her up. She has oh, like really cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and then my dad sort of dabbled in drawing. He drew a picture of my mom um, when she was a baby. And I saw it, and it was, like, really kind of, like, lifelike. And I was like, oh, shit. Very realistic. Yeah, yeah, dude. I was like, oh, this is how you spit game. Just draw a portrait of the person you like. (laughs) Hey, honestly, though, great idea. Yeah. Unless it doesn't work out. It's, like, eight hours down the drain and, like... Either it's creepy (laughs) or it's flattering, you know? It's got to take a chance. Yeah, absolutely. 50-50. Hell, yeah. So, your parents are artists, and you kind of saw that coming up. Mm-hmm. Um, which is super awesome, by the way. Yeah, I'm. All, I'm always uh, very envious. My parents are artists in their own way, of course, but it's cool seeing like people, parents who were like in in it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Um, growing up, so um, obviously you told them about you. Hey, I want to draw. I want to do this and that. So obviously they're very, very supportive of that. Oh yeah, so did, absolutely. Were you like in art classes in school when you were growing up, or how did they? Uh, uh, nothing more than that? like the basic like art class in elementary school that you would take where you know you have like the really crappy clay stuff like that so um i kind of grew up doing that until i got to high school and i started to take a little more seriously Ooh, and was it more illustration um in high school yes so like middle school was like straight naruto drawings and stuff after the (laughs) you know the eog (laughs) test you would you get that little piece of paper (laughs) you draw on it for like 30 minutes until everyone's done oh my god you mentioned eogs (laughs) like reaching in the back of your mind Why'd you do that to me? That makes me feel so old. Those bubble sheets. Yes. Uh, I don't remember doing. I don't remember studying for any of those. Anyways, <laughs> so you used to draw yours and not because what, what were those papers for? Was it for just for formulas? No, yeah, like we That's were supposed right. to like show our work or something. Nah, I'm guessing. Yeah, ain't no one doing that. See, so I <laughs> all of them. <laughs> so I started there. <laughs> I started there, um, and then I was also pretty heavily involved with music as well wow yeah my dad um is a trumpeteer and he also plays the piano um so we got into that pretty heavy when i moved in with him my uh around the middle school years yeah yeah so we had like this kind of janky piano with like all the sounds and stuff (laughs) and then like um we when i was growing up we were raised seventh day adventist okay which is um Pretty much Christianity, except we celeb- we went to church on Saturday. Instead of Sunday? Yes. Okay. And that was called Sabbath. And during Sabbath, we can't watch any kind of TV. Like, everything has to be off and, like, 
toned down so like that would be our piano practice time oh so you can play music yeah okay. exactly yeah, yeah. yeah not like r&b or anything but like what has to be like Sony made up or something yeah, that's totally. more toward worship yeah, yeah absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. scared towards that um so i you know i grew up playing like music and then like in high school i started getting more involved with like the arts like yes. pretty hard um so a lot of art classes um jazz band practice in the morning jazz band, yeah yeah oh yeah. sick what'd you play i played uh percussion i usually play xylophone and bone, uh, bells i yeah. love that i love that yeah That's i played awesome. snare and bass too but i was uh very terrible at playing the drums so um i feel you i was always the last chair in drums so you're like i'm going to bells and xylophone i I loved it i never learned drums the way i wanted to but because the drum set is so badass dude i mean it's funny i started on the drum set as when i got into music Mm -hmm. and then i found a way to build and stuff and i eventually went to guitar in high school, yeah, I was in jazz band all throughout middle school. What influenced you to play guitar? I must have Jimi Hendrix and watching Block Party. Same. Yep. Yes. Yeah, okay. You cool. Like Block Party. Yeah. Uh, dude. Not Block Party, but definitely Jimi Hendrix. Oh, dude. Yeah. Jimmy, my dad put me on Jimi Hendrix, and it was over. I so said, I want a guitar right now. Mm-hmm. My first guitar was actually gifted to me by my great grandfather. It had one string. <laughs> the first song I learned how to play was Iron Man. It's like ah, uh, 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 yeah. Dude, shout out to that, bro. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Man, roots, roots. Yes. Um. So back to art. Yes. In high school. Um. Where was I? Oh yeah. So I was in you know one of those other basic art wasn't that great. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. It wasn't the that great. The class wasn't great? Um, the class was not great. Okay. So people kind of viewed it as an easy A kind exactly. of thing. Exactly. Yeah. Right. High school art classes. Yeah. Which kind of rubbed off on me in a way. But I also knew that I had like some innate talent. So I tried to work at it a little bit. So I drew a lot of hands. Really? The hardest thing to draw was hands. Exactly. Really? So I got really good at that. Because I was, like, also super into anime, so I'm, like, let me learn the hardest thing. And like, yes. Like, kind of master that. Sorry, I didn't mean to shake the table. Oh, you're good. You're good, dude. You can get out of my house. Don't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to ask about that. Did you ever use tracing paper for, like, Dragon Ball Z characters and stuff? I did not, no. I was heavy into that. I can't draw with a lick now, but mm-hmm. I used to dr- buy tracing paper just to print out Dragon Ball Z characters from my computer and trace them I was not no on, sense I was not on that wave yes that was the wave when I was in uh, middle school when I did after, when I did daycare that sounds exciting everyone <laughs> literally draw buy tracing paper and print it out which right now it makes I mean I guess it does make sense to practice strokes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but yeah that's what I used to do that's fire man yeah yeah. I drew like dragons coming out the water and just <laughs> breathing fire I did draw Dragon Ball Z Dang right you did. But it was more so just like making the hair like as big as possible. Oh, that kind of stuff. Hair. Yeah. It's yeah. like ah. so much rage. They tapped into like children of that age like really hard. Yeah. I don't that, understand what that was about. I didn't really think about the <laughs> that probably affected children like that. Yeah. Yeah. Because I guess we just had like pent up energy. Yeah. Maybe. I'm gonna psychoanalyze my child self, but maybe That's for Daniel like... White Show. We'll, we'll switch that over to Daniel White Show later. <laughs> Analyze our childhood. <laughs> Honestly. Thank you. Yeah. So, good. Oh, sorry. Uh, I was gonna say. What was I gonna say? Anime characters? Yes. Oh, yeah. So I saw like a lot of myself in like 
anime, like angry emo kind of like really? dudes. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I was just like sad around that time. Okay. And I honestly can't pinpoint it. Uh, but yeah, anime characters, hands, hands, um, tiny people, just tiny like tiny realistic people. Um, it they would be like sort of like the toy soldiers that you used yeah. to play with. Yeah. So I'd have them like interacting with like these big things or like environments and stuff like that. So you would draw like, them. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, they'd be like crawling over like this camera or something. I remember one drawing I made. They I had like drawn like a Ziploc bag with water and then made it sort of like a public swimming pool <laughs> that the little people would like jump in and stuff and their like, wow. hands were like holding it. That was like my most intricate piece or Where something. Where is that? It's in the crib somewhere, man. I don't know. It's got to <sighs> be. You gotta, yeah, I, 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 whenever you can, whenever you unpack it, I want you to think of me and be like, oh, let me send this to Daniel right I quick. I got you. Maybe I'll just recreate it because I'm pretty sure it's gone. Oh. Uh, it, got, it got a C, which did a something c- to me. A C? Yeah, bro. In high school? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh my god. Mr. Peel was kind of weird, man. He was he's very critical of art, I guess. Yeah, yeah. He was a clay okay, artist. Mr. Peel, if you're listening to this, that's <laughs> ridiculous. And he, he wants a regrade. Yes, and please. In like probably 20 years. <laughs> please. Don't bump my GPA right now. Yes. Okay, so you did the art class and stuff like that. We mm-hmm. you must draw hands and characters and little figures, which just sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. Did you dabble in any other art form did you do any like anything with clay or any other photography or anything like that i definitely stayed away from clay okay i didn't really like how messy it got yes you know mm-hmm. i never really got into painting oh yeah I, painting yeah yeah i wish i did um i can paint but it's not like anything like what i wanted to be mm. you know and i got carpet in my bedroom i can't oh that work, yeah you know? that's true that's true um so it was mostly just drawing until i got to college okay and then um started leaning more into like graphic stuff like collaging maybe and like Ooh, scanning yes. things and like taking photos and absolutely yeah. and let's talk about where you went where'd you go to school unc bruh uncg i had the best time ever at that school i wish i studied art i didn't everyone thinks i did but um i did not study art but yes anyways back to you so you went to uncg did you go knowing you wanted to do art um, I actually started out um, majoring in psychology because mm-hmm. I was good at it mm-hmm. in high school. I took like those classes where you just be on the computer all day. So I felt like <laughs> really smart, you know, and um, I aced all that stuff. So I thought like, okay, psychology is for me because I like the human mind. I want to learn more, yada, yada. I was just depressed. Oh, you know, like, man. You know, like a lot of people sort of do that to themselves where they're like, I'm going to learn psychology, but they're really just sort of sad. Mm-hmm. That was me. <laughs> kind of makes sense. A lot of people probably get into it. Yeah, absolutely. You, know you can yeah. kind of analyze yourself in kind of a way, which I don't know if that's, um, what's the word? I don't know if that's healthy or not to do analyze yourself. Is that a thing? Um, You know, probably, but it's a little harder just because like your, your thoughts are still very reactive. Okay. And yeah, it takes yeah, yeah. a second. You know, to like actually take a step back and be like, oh, wait, hold on. Like, Absolutely. I'm doing this. I need to like chill out and do this, yada, yada. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. That's um, crazy. That's interesting. I, yeah, so I started with psychology. I did take some art classes on the side, but they were more so like um, intro level stuff, like mm-hmm. foundations, drawing, um, painting. Wait, no, no, sorry, not painting. 
uh, 3D stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did terrible in that class, but my teacher was amazing, so I enjoyed it. Heck yeah. Um, Sydney Stritz. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, wait. Should I be like yelling out these people's names? No, if you don't care, it's fine. Okay. Unless you're talking crap. No. We yeah, we weren't ready for that retaliation. No, I'm good. I'm good. Oh, man. Super <laughs> non-confrontational person. Uh, yeah, I can tell you very <laughs> calm and collected. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Yes, absolutely. So you took those as electives. Yeah. Because you need, I think, in you need an art elective to graduate anyway. So you yeah. took art because obviously you're interested in it already. Mm-hmm. And so what eventually led you to switching gears? Um, I think it was more so the course load in psychology that mm. got a little bit much for me. And yeah. like I started getting like entering my like most depressive episode. Mm. I started not showing up to like any of my classes like at all. Like I would just stay in bed. Um, so I ended up getting like a really low GPA Ooh. the first year. Yeah. Um, so I've just sort of been playing catch up. And that's when I was like, something needs to change, you know? Um, so I went towards something that I feel like I could express myself in a little bit more mm-hmm. instead of like focusing on other things. Yeah. Um, so I tried to get like all that raw emotion out in my art classes. I like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, wow. So it was really the course low, a little depression, all that kind of. Okay, I need to switch gears to something that you're very passionate about. Yeah. Um, yeah. that you can um use that energy in your work. Yeah. Which yeah. is which is which is great. Which is art. I think is primary. What my most artists do it just to get that that stuff out into the world. Um, so you're talking about that. So talking about how your curriculum was at school. Obviously, I know UNCG is very. It's a very rigorous program. Mm-hmm. You mentioned you mentioned course load with psychology, but I'm also thinking about the the course load with Bro, art. So it was yeah, it was rough. <laughs> it was rough. Honestly, I don't know how I did it. I guess because I didn't have a job. Um, ah, yeah, yes, that yeah. definitely helps. But um, so the course load, it was a lot of drawing. Um, I actually met my fiance in my first drawing class yes yeah and she smelled my cologne we exchanged looks but i never like talked to her until i got like introduced to her and then we became best friends until you draw her picture for her? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to tell you all that part but oh man i'm telling you that's what he now playing <laughs> <laughs> not yet not yet um so i think it was in my intro to design class and okay. i was like oh okay because mm-hmm. I, I was on the computer like there was no mess i didn't have to like clean up or anything i could like find anything i needed on the internet mm-hmm. you know and like just like ways of putting things together on the computer felt like really natural to me okay but i was like also too far gone into like drawing and printmaking mm-hmm. which is my degree right now mm-hmm. um so I was, and i was already like way behind as a student gpa you know actually oh, you, you to recover it yeah whatever i switched my major like maybe three times three times yeah so from psychology to art education okay and then to drawing and printmaking oh and then i was also there was like a little bubble of time where i was like I'm going to just do what makes money and then do computer science. Oh, right. I'll start off. I'll start off computer science and then get this. I took two classes that was not on the curriculum for computer science. Cause I did not talk to an advisor. So I just took two useless classes and I was like, 
that fucking sucks. I wasted so much time, <laughs> money. And it's like, all right, I'll try it again because I think it'll be worth it. Okay. Right? And then so I talked to an advisor and they said, bro, you need to take trigonometry like to get to anything. I think it was trigonometry or um, algebra. One okay. of those. Okay. Um, and so I took one of those classes, a math class, and dropped that class in like two weeks. <laughs> and I was like, okay, I just need to do art. I need to like double down <laughs> on like what I'm good at. Right. Oh so my God, dude. That's, I kind of like funnel. I kind of like cornered myself into just being like a drawing and printmaking right. student. Do all that stuff. Hey, it's good you do all that stuff though. You know, you knew what you didn't want to do and you found what you wanted to do. Yeah. <laughs> Even though you went kinda of like a around the world a little bit. But yeah, I took my time. Six no. Five and a half years. The five and a half, okay, I did five years. Okay, yeah. yeah. The four years to me it doesn't even seem realistic. Oh, it's BS. That's it's, for real. No. That's when you go there and you really just don't do anything else with school and mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? I didn't have fun. That's a bio major. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So you find your way back to printmaking and illustration. Mm-hmm. Um, no, print, it's printmaking. Is that right? Uh, printmaking and drawing. Drawing, yeah, yes. drawing and printmaking. Yeah. Right. Okay. So talking about those classes. So obviously you came from drawing like anime characters in hand. So <laughs> how was it? Because obviously you probably went in there and learned a lot of things that were difficult. Learn, you know, a lot of things that were hard. So how were there? How was learning the concepts and uh, curriculum there? Um. So I started out like with life drawing, mm-hmm. which is drawing the nude model, and I really enjoyed that class just because like. I felt like I was, like, actually honing the craft and, like, getting better at drawing and, like, realistically, like, I was, like, really improving. Um, So I got, like, a huge confidence boost there, and that allowed me to play with, like, larger concepts Mm -hmm. um, and trying to be, like, a little bit more conceptual. So, like, I would be doing, like, still, like, sort of sad pieces or, like, referencing, like, depression because I think that's a pretty good... That's one of my most, like, energetic topics, or at least, like, a few years ago it was. Yeah. Um, so I did a lot of drawing um, towards, like, um, racism in America. Okay. Um, I did a lot of, like, surrealism, and I did a lot of, like, just, um, like, mental awareness, uh, sorry, mental illness like awareness kind of stuff yes so like just like really sad things like yeah yeah um but with each piece that i pushed out i also feel like i pushed out like a little bit of sadness out of me like it was sort of like some closure Mm -hmm. which was nice um so i just kept doing that um lazily uh so i had around when I started doing um, drawing and printmaking, I also got like my first job, and so really, oh, like first job outside of school was it, was it outside of arts? school? Mm-hmm. Oh no, it was at Whole Foods. Okay, it was a job. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I was trying to like split time between like working, partying too much, drawing, and then also I was in a band. Oh, wow, I you were that. in a band at the time. Yeah, playing. Keys? I was playing bass. You were playing bass, okay, and guitar. And guitar. Mm. Wait. Live? Yeah. Yeah. So you played bass and guitar. What band was it? Uh, it was called Poe Palace. Poe Palace. Have you heard of that? I don't think I have. It was kind of after your time. Oh. It was... You played a lot of house shows? Yes. What house shows? Many, many. Um, Ooh, I, yes. It was, we played at the house. It was called Poe Palace. Yeah. Okay. And that was our also our band name because the drummer, uh, Tolkien, lived there. 
Um, no crap. Yeah. And it kind of expanded into this, like, kind of scene in Greensboro where, like, we would be playing at house shows and then, like, other bands would come and, like, play and stuff. And it was, like, this really nice, awesome community. Um, and then it eventually led to us playing at, um, is it Blind Tiger? Yeah. Yeah. We did a show there. It was weird. Um, <laughs> Very different from doing house shows. Yeah. It was definitely <laughs> eye-opening. Like, I was like, okay, I might be, like, spending a lot of time in this for for like college fame or something yeah. i don't know just like i don't know it was weird but it was a good time we made some bops not gonna lie Ooh, um, is that on spotify uh no i think we have a couple of things on soundcloud okay. i can definitely link you to it later. dude i want the link yeah Will you sing? You. did you sing too um no okay no. too shy i okay. would trade like an instrument that i know just to sing. Like, uh, I would love to sing. I am with you. Yeah. 110%. Does anyone in your family sing? Um, Not professionally. My dad is a musician. My dad can play the keyboard very well, and he can nice. also sing. I'm trying to think. I have step-siblings that can uh, sing as well, but no one really pursued it professionally. Gotcha. A lot of friends who can, though. Mm-hmm. A lot of friends. A lot. I grew up in going to Greensboro shows, and you know, back when I was at High Point, I grew up in High Point, going okay. to shows back then, too. A lot of musician friends. Nice, nice, um, nice. Yeah, I mean, yeah, luckily I can, you know, I had it around me somewhat, but I wish someone in my family could sing. That'd be awesome. Well, did it professionally. Right, yeah. I yeah, feel yeah. you. That's cool. Um, a lot of my family, we were, like, Southern Christians. Mm. Southern black Christians, so, like, all of the women sang. Yep. And um, a few men as well. Like, my grandpa, my uncle, they all have beautiful singing voices. So. Oh, I'm so jealous. Yeah, me too. I grew up just, like, kind of envying, envying that. But I was also like the guitar boy on the side. Yeah, <laughs> very important still. Oh especially yeah, worship music, bass, and guitar is like essential. Oh yeah, you only really need the drums, a bass guitar, and a piano. That's literally it. That's it. Fancy as amazing bass line, mm-hmm. pianos, organ going crazy, going crazy, and drums. There's like, you literally do not need a guitar. No, you don't. Most worship churches you go to do not even have a guitar. No, mm-mm. no that need. Is, yeah, no need for it. No, nope. just ah, get that time. bass in the back of your spine. Mm, man, <laughs> good times, man. Honestly, that takes me back to my youth, brother. Yeah, same, man. Ah, oh, man. Okay, okay. So you played in school. Did you play? Just side note. Sorry, guys, but I'm I was in the scene back then with music too. So I want to ask you. Uh, was Poop House still a thing or Tuba House? Was that still uh, a thing? So I went to Tuba House, but I did not play at Tuba okay. House. Yeah. Okay. It was, I think Tuba House is more catered towards like traveling bands actually, right? That makes sense. When I saw, when I was at UNCG, I graduated in 2014, um, it was local and traveling bands. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. It was bands coming through, bands on tour, bands. It was just like, it was a, it was a community of friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That Pink House. Yeah, pink yeah. house. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, good times, man. Wow, I'm we probably you. crossed paths at some point. We've had sure. to. Yeah, we this... had, it sounds like we had the same friends. You graduated this year. Yeah. Right from UNCG. Yeah, Started so... 2015. So I was, okay. So I lived in 14, but we still had music friends. I right. mean, yeah. I still went to show. I still go to shows now. Oh, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, obviously, it has been a while since this happened because of the <laughs> pandemic, but you know, here we are. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you played band. How did you balance all that and do art? Because I know how insane that curriculum is. I didn't do it well. Did you sleep? Oh, all the time. Too much. <laughs> Too much. <laughs> School was sort of like at the bottom of my priority list. <laughs> right. Regrettably. Um, you know, I 
liked the instant gratification of like people clapping at the end of a show Mm -hmm. so i kind of put a lot of energy into that and then you know working on the weekends and fridays and stuff which like is honestly very draining (laughs) i'm telling you dude yeah i was envious enough for your first few years you didn't have to work which is awesome Mm -hmm. um but i have friends who didn't have to work at all through in college a blessing through scholarships and just parents supporting them wow oh my gosh i was so jealous i didn't have to work i mean i work part-time i can't mm-hmm. really talk a lot of my friends had to work full-time to make it work but and um, that was crazy to watch too insane was... and they would they would be the best students mm-hmm. the, my friends who did it work full-time had the best grades they probably own a business now don't they uh actually some of them are in it okay some of them Very are cool. kicking butt doing different industries a lot of business owners all of that so yeah a lot of that it, it, awesome. it made sense i love that for them that's awesome it's amazing a lot of people in the medical field as well oh wow cool. um which is great but you know it's you have to work a little bit you know all that so which is great mm-hmm. um it's good to work during college i think just to have that that experience definitely but draining so draining. Yeah. You got tests. You got um, critiques. Oh my god. Oh. Let's talk about those too. Critiques. Like every artist I know, I want to talk about critiques. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's honestly like the biggest meme ever because there's so many characters and everyone feels like they're like sort of like the main character <laughs> kind of thing. They're yes. like waiting for their turn, you know, um, trying to say like the deepest thing and like honestly just repeating the same phrases over and over, but like in their words. So it's like cool. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, Critiques for me were kind of like, okay, I can see what this artist is doing. You know, I relate it back to my work and how I could like improve on things. Mm-hmm. Um, like maybe seeing things from their perspective was like honestly really nice for me. Um, the artist that I deemed like interesting, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, so, critique for me. I would talk kind of a lot yeah, in a way, but it would be definitely like constructive because a lot of people would just say like, oh, this reminds me of this or this reminds me of like a show that I was watching yesterday or something Mm. like that means nothing to this artist right now. Like maybe talk about like, did their point get across or like, are their colors like actually nice or are they kind of lame right now? And like, you're just being too nice. Oh, okay. UNCG critiques are a little bit too nice. Really? I would say. Okay. Yeah. I've, I've definitely heard from, not to cut you off, but I've, I'm I've even interviewed a, pun, done a, a ton of artists who went to UNCG mm-hmm. and kind of admits that some people say that was very harsh. Obviously people think, take things kind of differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but okay. a lot of people I've noticed that like, y'all wasn't, it wasn't as bad as like, you know, you're, scat or something like that you know what i'm saying right, which is yeah. a good and bad thing because you want to be challenged absolutely you know yeah. but sometimes it's like well i passed <laughs> you know C's what i'm saying get degrees hey you know C's so get in your words what made it not as bad like what what do you compare it to when you say not as bad i think the teachers were definitely like very involved okay in the critiques and they get it they gave a lot of great feedback yeah because i love feedback yeah. i love i like once i make something i kind of just look at it objectively and like away from myself um kind of like kill the ego there so i'm like yeah. looking at it like does it work you know yeah. stuff like that and um the teachers there were like amazing at like pointing out things that you didn't even think would like show up like in the critique at all you know like really subtle things and they were like pretty perceptive of stuff like that so the teachers like 
A for them. Good job. That's, that's dope. That's um, dope. The students, uh, a lot of them were like really good, very talented people, you mm-hmm. know. But I think that, along with myself, um, we could have definitely looked into the future more and tried to prepare a little bit more because we were cool. definitely like easy riding like mm-hmm. kind of just cruising through the classes um which is like something that would probably work in like anthropology or something where right. it's just like writing 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 yada yada you can sort of do some things mindlessly i'm not like trashing anthropology at yeah all. of course not of course not um but like <laughs> Art is a little bit more involved, and, like, setting yourself apart is actually incredibly important, like, once you leave college, because once you don't have, like, those resources or, like, people looking at your art, yes, like, that's a huge blow, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And, like, I know a lot of people that are just, like, starting their own things right now just to get, like, a fraction of that back, you know? Oh, my gosh. I can only imagine. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we'll jump to that in a second, the after. But, um, so, what mediums were you showing? Did you either show them in all your classes, the critiques? Were there critiques in every single class? Or was it your major? Like, I'm talking, trying to, you know, just the people who want to go to art school. Okay. Give them a of how it works. Um, so I mainly did things with charcoal. Okay. I yeah. liked the black and white. The, oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Me too. <laughs> I like the drama, you know? Yes. And, like, shading with charcoal is fire. Um, well, can you say the question again? I kind of yeah, got yeah, confused. Sure. As far as, like, critiques, were you critiqued in every single class? Was it just your, your, um, your, um, capstones? Oh, like, okay, yeah. yeah like, every single class. Every single class was mm-hmm. a critique. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I know if it was, like, on your concentration. Oh, gotcha. Not, but it was, like, every single class. Yeah. You got peer critiques and teacher mm-hmm. critique. Oh, my gosh. From freshman to senior, yeah. Wow. Everyone was looking at your work and either bagging on it or, you know, just, praising like, it. in front of the whole entire class, yeah. like, hey, this sucks. This. Did you, ever, did you ever hear anything that harsh? I never heard anything that harsh, but I heard, like, you could do better. Okay. And I was, like, you know like it wasn't me but i was like dang like kind of called him out but like you kind of need that yeah you know yeah i like that i think that's productive and i think that once you get over it there's something to learn there you know right right you know i had a love-hate relationship with critiques when i first started photography um i was like i'm not getting critique they don't know what i'm trying to do Mm. you know i got my own stuff but then as i got older i was like okay critiques who make sense because mm-hmm. i'm like you sometimes i will send photos off to people sometimes people i don't know but mm-hmm. a, lot, a lot of peers i do know like a lot of photographers like, what, is, what do you think you know and i've gotten some very honest feedback and i mm-hmm. did not take, I, don't, I don't take anything to heart really i'm just i think for what it is you know Honestly, what i'm saying that's the only way to do it i think critiques you kind of have to think about like you know i mean not don't take it personally but it's kind of what you asked for you yeah. know what i'm saying it's it's so <laughs> subjective like not everyone is gonna like it and it's all about like did they say anything that you would like to work on you know yeah and also something about critiques what's important for it is like the audience also like the participating critiquers they have to be like mature yeah you know because if they're not you're just wasting time it's gonna feel so long and boring oh my god no one has anything to say is that awkward if that ever happens where like obviously the teacher opens the floor and you know, so hey, say what you want, and everyone's just like kind of like staring at it all the time. <laughs> and like, those are usually the ones that were like 
not as great. Like, they could have worked on it a little bit more. Yeah. People were, like, struggling to find something to say. Just like, mmm. Just like, I can tell that you partied this last night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which is honestly me. I got away with it somehow. I just work kind of fast. Um, oh, procrastination. I did it. I did a couple artists who were, um, well, one in particular um, that actually called my girlfriend. Um, I was in the with her a bunch, and she would, I mean, be in there for hours. Mm. I mean, hours and hours and hours and hours. Um, working a lot of things last minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's weirdly something that you can cram, like, yeah. just like studying for a science test. You could, like, you could bang it out in, like, eight hours and, you know, be fine. Your body might not be great. Dude. Oh my god! More flashbacks of college because oh, that was dude. definitely what I was doing at every. I mean, every class. I was like, ah, it's tomorrow at ten. If I get up at like three a.m., I'll be all right. Yeah, and I that's did. what I did. Seriously, then it worked. Yeah, mm-hmm. it did weirdly, and like you felt like kind of proud that you could like make it work. You're like, oh yeah, I didn't eat anything till last yeah. night. You know, like <laughs> I'm in class sitting up giving this presentation, like I'm killing it. Then you get out of class and you're like, oh, just like, oh god, yeah, my body's done. And then your buddy is like, hey, you want a drink? It's like trying to smoke. Yes, yes, to both of those things. <laughs> Let me uh, eat these grapes real quick. There's a cap real quick. Oh, okay, we're good. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so going out of that, you did charcoal a lot, which mm-hmm. is awesome. But did you a lot of graphic design stuff too, or did you just focus on mainly the, the charcoal black and white stuff? I did a lot of graphic design, but, like, outside of class because I was not a graphic design major. Okay. Um, So I didn't really have those resources during class time, so I sort of found a way to do it on the side. Okay. So a lot of it started with, like, making, like, band promos, like, house show stuff. Flyers? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of where it starts. So I have, like, a good bit of things for that, Um, and then... It sort of gotten, sort of got into like different artists reaching out and like asking for like maybe a cover mate or something like that. Oh yes, and different then, musicians. Yes. Artists. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Ooh, and it was badass. How were you advertising? Or how were you marketing yourself back then? It was really just word of mouth, like social media okay. kind of things. Um, it was never like structured. It was always just like a lucky day, yeah. you know, where you, like someone would be like, hey. You want to do this cover? Like, I'll give you 10 bucks. No. <laughs> like, I'm just like, yes. $10 in college? <laughs> do what? Yeah, come on. Yes, absolutely. Diff- different mindset back then. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. Cash think- is gold. Yes. You know, cash versus debit in college, early college, you know. Cash is king, bro. It is, yeah. Absolutely. I'm telling you. That's Pre- why. I pre-cash app <laughs> oh my gosh. What were you about to say? I'm sorry. I still love cash, honestly. But, you know, absolutely. Anyways, um, so that was that was that mostly self taught. I mean, obviously you took those classes a little bit in college mm-hmm. for as a I guess prereq like Adobe whatever. Right. Yeah. But most of that was you just doing things all on your own. Yeah. After the first two design classes, I was self taught. That's crazy. Illustrator and design, all that stuff was just all just you messing around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's really cool. Did yeah. you have anything you really proud of back then that you did for a band or for yourself? Um, I made something. I think it was either last year. Or two years ago, an artist um, by the name of More Pluto. Okay. Um, I like that name. Yeah, it's great. Um, More with like two O's and an R. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, so I made something for them, and it was like probably like the nicest thing that I've worked on just because like I worked on it, and then like 
after I looked at it, I was like, wow, this is like kind of a style that I, I can like do. Because I, I had like a process to it. Yeah. I was like, dude, send over your signature. And I sort of like traced it and like kind of like bitmapped it and stuff and like made it a color. And then Ooh. like I took, I, I had him send over photos and then like I printed it out and then like collaged over it. So it was like very like multimedia kind of stuff, right? That was a 10 bucks right there. Yeah. <laughs> it was fun that was worth it man like you yeah know, it was a lot yeah. of self-discovery in that piece so i, I love that and what, it was for someone else so you know what made you dive deep in that you just saw the vision um yeah yeah i pretty much designed it while listening to their music i love that yeah and they're a rapper i mean they, they're classically trained in jazz Ooh. so they're like tip-top musician right and yeah so their rap is more like boom bap kind of like yes. mf doom kind of stuff like Ooh, crazy beats in the back yeah just, just like really that. lo-fi and then like these like sort of like drunken lyrics you know like rambling and stuff so i like that i was super into it and i was just vibing with that and like making my little cover for him and you know that's turned amazing. out really well yes that's awesome it's awesome mm-hmm. so fast forward to you graduate from college you graduate this year which is amazing um God, and during the pandemic, so let's talk about that. Like, how were you able to end that out, you know, with this all going on? The Free Pizza Podcast is proudly sponsored by Lucky House MFG. Lucky House is an eco-friendly screen printing and design studio with over 10 years of experience in the industry. They offer high-quality custom printing services, including apparel printing, graphic design, promo goods, and embroidery. Visit www.luckyhousemfg.com to get a quote and to learn more. Honestly, I feel very lucky because it didn't really affect me like that. Mm, okay. You know, I'm one of those people where, you know, I definitely saw all of the hardships that everyone around me was going through. Yeah. But, I mean, I was just very privileged. You know, I still had a job um, as a designer. Um at the start of the pandemic actually just got actually just got my first design focus job at the beginning of the pandemic while class ended you know like Mm -hmm. class stopped and then i got the job i was like whoa i got like really lucky the class stopped in 2020 yeah you got the job before technically you graduated Mm -hmm. wow that's crazy yeah and you know i mean i was still doing classes online but you know the the stress of appearing to class was completely gone. So I could sort of focus on my job, which led to me creating the uh, 2021 catalog at my job. Um, Are you allowed to say what that job is? Uh, we make dog collars. <laughs> oh, yes, really? Yeah. That's yeah. freaking cool. Dog collars, you know, just random designs and stuff. We had like a thousand collars or something, like patterns and stuff. So I think the book came out to be like 156 pages and i did that over the course of like maybe i want to say like eight months wait did you do every collar oh no oh, oh. no 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 okay <laughs> I, just, I, was like, <laughs> I was like yo that's crazy i made like maybe like 20 collars now but, but still yeah but the catalog thing was crazy because i did that while doing like a capstone and like other classes with it and i was like really impressed with myself i was like feeling myself like 2020 was like good for 
my ego kind of you know like it made me feel very capable as an artist i love that you know a lot of people talk bad on having an ego and obviously too much ego is bad Mm -hmm. we know at least like narcissism but you have to have ego as an artist Mm -hmm. as fuel yeah you got to keep the hunger you know you have to at least like what you're doing yeah you know so you can keep making quality stuff and it can keep building yeah i think a lot of people i think a lot of people are afraid that they have to be that way and they think it's a bad thing to have an ego and to be confident in your work and right. all that but it's it's kind of a uh, essential you yeah know, to, I, to, I think that. the antithesis of like ego in the sense that i'm talking about would just be being like super down and comparing myself to yeah. other artists that i see all the mm-hmm. time which was me at a point you know when mm. i was learning design I started following all these crazy designers and stuff. Instagram and stuff and yeah. Tumblr and all that. And my young mind was like, oh, man, I suck, <laughs> you know? Like, I, I don't know anything. Yeah. But there was, like, this positive chip in my brain somewhere that was like, okay, this is good. Like, I can, like, go from here. You know, it's like mm-hmm. nothing but up. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So I learned a lot, and that sort of, like, kept me going. That's awesome. I built myself up to have like confidence, I guess. Right, right, yeah. right. And you're in, the building never really stops. So you know, oh, yeah. you're on a, definitely on the right journey, right path. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So did that job start as an internship, or did, was it just a regular? You you applied and got the job. It was a straight up job. Wow, yeah. that's impressive. I didn't even apply. So like they sent an email to our school because they needed some printers for their fourth quarter, mm-hmm. and that involved um, just printing like a bunch of different products to get transferred so we i was basically printing things on paper like like large format printers and then they would get transferred onto like socks and collars and stuff like that and um i did that like during the night shift so i think it was like 5 p.m to 12 a.m wow so you worked that shift Mm -hmm. at the at the design spot yeah wow and then i did like design after the fourth quarter like when things started to like slow down Mm -hmm. a little bit so i mean it was definitely tough but i mean i stuck in yeah stuck in there yeah i mean like life of a creative man is going to be hard oh yeah eventually and usually it's those years where you're trying to you know the college years and mm-hmm. you know, in between is when you're like this sucks yeah but it's okay you know it's, <laughs> exactly it's sort of supposed to suck yeah you know because... it's not gonna be there's no story to tell if it's all easy going that's kind of boring that would be so boring. like now nah, i worked five to twelve and then i was did designer that i didn't sleep i partied i did this and that yeah <laughs> i should have this but i didn't do that you know what i'm saying so it's a, it's, it's 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 wild it's a mm-hmm. wild thing um and luckily it was just so awesome so great thing about this you have a job when you graduated so obviously when you graduated you were you were kind of set up yeah yeah. you know i was um, already in my field you know i was very blessed to you know mm. have an opportunity like that which i think there should be more things at our school with you know like streamlining the process from like these young artists to get into like even just like simple internships you know Yeah, get, get something on the resume, you know, get something on your portfolio. 
from most of these jobs I see in the creative field that, you know, working for corporate places or working anywhere, it needs like five so years experience. Yeah. It's like, if kids are graduating from college with no internships and it's kind of hard, they're kind of competitive. Oh, absolutely. To get them, yeah. you know, people are scrounging and like, you're just kind of set up to fail almost. So like, you can't really, you know, you, you, it's hard to get internships. Yeah. So. And they're not even worth it, you know, like. Exactly. They're like 40 hour work weeks for no pay. No, not paid. No housing, you know, like. Especially the city ones. I hate those. Oh, my gosh. And if you don't have people or parents or family that can support you having an apartment in New York City. There's no point. Like, you're you're, you're, you're doomed. Yeah. you're. That's, like, destined to be in the um, service industry. You exactly. Know? And just you struggling know. and seeing if you break or not. And it, yes. And I know so many great, amazing creatives who are kind of stuck doing that because mm-hmm. they can't really find their grounding. Right, you know, because they can't have to, they can't get the experience. They obviously do things freelance on their own, but they want to see like professional experience. Right, which I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, unless mm-hmm. you have your like your schools like SCAD with a lot of funding is. I mean, that's an art school. Right, whose kids ever get internships like that just because right. where they're from? You know, what I'm mm-hmm. saying UCG is a great school, but I mean, compared to schools like that, it's just like, dude, unless right. you know someone or get kind of lucky, like. You know, and it's, I'm not saying lucky. Every you know, lucky is kind of some people are very uh, I mean, not the right term, but like unless you fall into that right, you know, path of getting internship, right? You know, it's, it's severely difficult. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm very happy that you were able to get a you sang a job. Thanks, man. Yeah, I appreciate um, it. But so for your obviously you do work outside of that, you know, because on your site you you know have I thought you did something for Adidas for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Because this is a great, and this is all digital, right? Yeah. Yeah, it looks mm-hmm. amazing. Um, so for this work you're doing, the editorial stuff, you did something for your um, cooking thing, the opening on Sunday thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so where is the impression for this coming from? Obviously, it's, you know, different from the dog collar thing. So how are you able to, you know, find energy for that stuff? Uh, I kind of just have to think about the future, you know, mm. and what it takes. Because I have sort of big goals, you know, I want to own a boat. When I'm an yeah. old man, you know, and that costs money and money comes from good jobs and good jobs come from experience and experience comes from passion projects, yeah. which is my answer. Yeah. So uh, a lot of passion projects, when I feel the need or when, I, when I'm when i in the mood, sorry, yeah. um, when I'm in the mood, I'll just try to um, dedicate a lot of time to like bettering my craft, I guess. Yeah, I love that. I love so that. it that kind of birthed the uh, cookbook in a way um <laughs> talk about that let's transition baby <laughs> so I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be a part of this thing yes i'm not gonna say my meal yet but we're gonna it's gonna be great to be announced um so tell us about that and your love for for food and cooking and all that stuff yeah it, it's actually pretty deep as deep as art maybe further um so I'll start with my mom she was in the air force for four years when I was a baby, mm-hmm. she was a cook. Um, okay. So she was very used to, like, cooking for very hungry, very, like, fit people. Oh, yeah. All, oh, my God. It's constant all meals. hours of the day, starting from, like, 4 a.m. sometimes, you know. Oh, my. Starting on these huge breakfasts. So when she left, cooking for us was, like, so easy to her. Like, she, she made it look easy, I guess. Um, and... She has three kids, no, four kids now, but at, at the time, three kids. So she was cooking for us all the time, and all these meals were, like, amazing and cheap. 
and like different from the last you know mm-hmm. and i was like whoa like I, I guess i didn't really appreciate it until i moved in with my dad <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. Yeah. <laughs> I felt that. Yes. Uh, so when I got to my dad's, you know, like it was, I mean, he definitely fed us, you know. But of it, course. It was. It was definitely like really masculine, like bachelors' food. So like um, tombstone pizza. <laughs> There'd be like chicken tenders with like the Hawaiian sauce up there, like baked, and then some white rice. Here you go. Shut up. Yep. You know, kind of thing. Um, frozen pasta. You know, this really easy kind of thing. Like, I was like, there's got to be something more, you know, something. Something else. Um, so when I lived with my mom in Virginia, uh, her brother, who's now passed away, um, mm. um, he owned a few restaurants there oh, called okay. Big Daddy's. Um, Big Daddy's? Yeah. Wait. Have wait. you heard of that? Big Daddy's Burger? Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's soul food. Okay. Pretty Ooh, much. So, you would chain? Love? Yes. Well, sort of successive. No two restaurants were open at the same time. Really? So, okay. he kind of upgraded each time. Oh, he soul got, food? Yeah. Yeah. He was kind of like a 757 legend. A lot of rappers would come to his restaurant. Really? And, yeah. He Ooh. was he was very, very cool. And um, so, I grew up spending summers like in the kitchen just like watching like him and the other staff just like pass each other like doing these like really crazy days making all of these dishes and like packing it up and like it was so graceful you know like it was like really hustle and bustle kind of stuff but like the way they did it and like how they got everything done and like kept everything clean while still providing like all of this great food you know I was like amazing it raised my standards for like food in general yeah. you know and then you know my grandma grew up cooking for um is it five children five children yeah can't with them. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and uh southern so all of it smacked all of it was so good butter yes grease mm. salt <laughs> oh my god yes breakfast was the best basically oh. everyone in my family can cook um so you know of course i had to learn yes um so uh, when i was with my dad in middle school to high school i had friends across the street who were um their mom was from thailand yeah and they ate a lot of like asian-centered food mm-hmm. which kind of started well, my exposure to asian-centered food they taught me how to make fried rice Ooh yes, which was yes. one of the most essential to Asian talents. Yeah, yeah. Is you, you if you want to feed yourself cheaply, you should know you should know how to make fried rice. Basically, that's a good point. Actually, I didn't even think about that. It's probably so cheap. Yeah, it is, and you can put anything in it. You can make breakfast fried rice, put bacon and eggs and syrup in it. It's fire. Proven. S- what? Proven. Syrup and eggs and bacon yes. and rice and rice. Okay, I'm gonna take you up on that. I'll make it to my roommate. Yeah, okay, yeah, that works too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll bring you over a a, a bowl. No, I'll come to you. Um, (laughs) I'm coming here. I want to get my whole sit down restaurant feel at your table and eat with you guys. Well, we have the couch and a coffee table, but you're totally welcome. (laughs) Yes, I guess. Um, So I started, you know, cooking fried rice, and I was like, whoa, you know, I'm mixing like everything in here. I'm putting like chicken i'm putting like um spinach and stuff in it and like 
as I got older, I got like more refined with like the ingredients I was using. So like taking kind of um, like notice on what kind of soy sauces I was buying, mm-hmm. what kind of rice I was buying, you know, stuff like that. Because yeah. before I was like making stuff with like this cheap long grain food lion <laughs> rice, you know, stuff like that. And then um, my freshman year, actually, my mom bought me a 45 pound bag of rice. <laughs> From the Asian store, from the international store. Super G Mart? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Something like that, one of those. And then I had a small rice cooker. Oh, my God. And that was, like, my... That was my thing. Every night? Yeah. Probably every night. It's like, Uh oh, this is it. I was the rice guy, like, in my my hallway. (laughs) Freaking right. So this was in college. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, like, my cooking was pretty limited. Oh, yeah, because in the dorm room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's not really much you can do but make white rice. Yeah. I mean, now you can, you know, get, like, the electric cookers and stuff and do all these crazy things. But for me, it was the humble old white rice with some soy sauce, and, you know, I was killing it. Shout out to that. Yeah. What house were you in? What house was my friend Harry Potter? What dorm were you in? Philip Hawkins. Okay. Yeah. 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 Which one were you in? I, (laughs) that's funny. When I got to college, my dad moved to Greensboro. And I went and toured the dorms. I was in the dorms. I had no orientation with the store and everything. I was like, this would be great. And I was in the hallway. I was like, I got to share his bathroom with a bunch of guys. So I was just like, ah, I'm going to go with my dad. Yeah, so, bro. Yes. But I was on, I seen those dorms still all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, Grogan. Um, okay. Yeah. Gosh, what was the one that was the major, one of the big freshman dorms at the end of, near the school of music? Cone. Cone. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, the parties and to get into the cone were unreal. So, honestly, disturbing. Very bad. Very too, disturbing. Too many people, <laughs> Bruh. Too many eighteen-year-olds in one space trying to make it work. No, no, no. <laughs> it was horrible when I when I was there. I was like, I'm so happy that I live like three miles off campus. Right. My yeah. dad lived right near the university, so I was just like, I'm going to oh, stay with him. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was sick. very convenient. That's awesome. Actually, my dad worked at UNCG for a little bit when I was, I think, a junior. Really? Yeah. So like, there was one time where I got kicked out of my dorm because I couldn't make the payment on time at the beginning mm-hmm. of the year. Yeah. So I was living with him in his apartment. Who, which was very minimal and bare bones because he was like very all about like survival and like <laughs> being like okay with like the bare minimum like trying to like make it past it's like he's pretty militant I okay would say. so white walls and yes yeah. is a little tv in the middle of the room no tv no tv no, okay just yeah, look no outside TV. just look out the window bro oh go, out, go for a walk you know stuff like that okay which is fine like it's definitely character building and like it makes you patient appreciate <laughs> you know the things around you yeah. um and then after i think two weeks i moved in with my then girlfriend now fiance yes um we moved into a townhouse together well i moved into her bedroom <laughs> in a townhouse <laughs> i love how you switched it up there <laughs> you're like we moved into it well i moved into her bedroom yes of the townhouse. very specific change my dad was like not about it. He was like, "You need to get married for a religious thing." Her yeah. dad was super cool with it. He was, really? Yeah, he was fine. He was like, I mean, he liked me as a person. Yeah, so. that's all that matters. Yeah, I thought I would like if you're he's cool, welcome mm-hmm. with it. You're over eighteen, go live your life. And she's smart, so like she's she has great 
judgment of character. Yeah. Say, so, so she probably wouldn't invite you in there if she didn't. If she wasn't sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And we were already like madly in love by then. So I mean, I was getting in there some way. <laughs> by the way, congratulations. Thank you so much. Recently engaged. Yeah. Um, surprise engagement, which I think is so cool. Mm-hmm. A lot of couples now talk about it so much. That's not really a surprise. No, I'm sure, I'm sure you talked about it. Oh, but. she brings. She brought it up. Every day, uh, exactly. Yeah, but She's you, like, but it wasn't planned on that trip, and you popped it on at Seattle. Yeah, and wow. I actually had to lie to her like a bunch leading up to it, because <laughs> she was like, "When are you gonna buy a ring?" Or like one thing I said to her was like, "Once my beard grows in, I'll propose." <laughs> Here I am, some stubble patchiness. I was thing, like, bro. "It's time." I, you know, I graduated. That was a, definitely a big rule of mine. To finish school first. Yes, got a job. Question. Yep. Yeah. Asked the parents. Got on one knee. It was gorgeous. Did the whole shebang. I yeah. saw that photo and I was like, this is like a, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, so I was like, oh my God. The photo doesn't show all of it either because, you know, like we were on, we had just, we were in a uh, a zoo. Okay. An aquarium, sorry. Yeah, yeah. We had just seen my favorite animals, some sea otters and some river otters. <laughs> Right? Yeah. They were chilling. They were cleaning themselves. And then we walked up this, like, little nook that was sort of away from the exhibits and everything. It kind of felt like we weren't supposed to be up there. Yeah. But um, it was, like, outside this, this spot that we were in. And, like, from there you could see the entire Seattle skyline, mountains in the back. Like, we were, we we're on the water, basically, like, on a pier. Yeah. So, the water is behind us. Mountain range is behind us, like, the Olympia National Park and stuff. So, and then the gorgeous Seattle skyline. Uh, skyline. And, yeah, I felt like that was the right place, you know? Dude. So, you didn't even plan the spot. You just got there, and you, you felt it. You were like, yes. okay, cool. Uh, this is it. Yeah, yeah. Because I had the ring in my pocket, and I knew I wanted to do it at the aquarium, because she's like in love with every type of animal, I so love that. it was appropriate. Yeah, shout out to that. Yeah, I'm very happy for you, dude. Oh <laughs> Thanks, my gosh, man. I love these segues. I love that. <laughs> I think they're great. Thank you. Um, so let's talk about like you know you you meant you say you mentioned earlier that you made these projects, these personal projects for the future. Yes. So, yeah. what does the future look like? What do you what do you what do you think you're going to be doing? So, actually, back to open on Sunday. Yes. Um, yes, cooking. Yes. <laughs> wow, we got really far away from that. We did. It's, it's okay. It's all good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, open on Sunday is going to be a cookbook where I talk to Greensboro locals, mm-hmm. much as yourself, mm-hmm. and we cook their comfort meal. And preferably, mm-hmm. it's something cheap and accessible okay. so that it could be widely available to like everyone that reads it. Um, just because I, I like the idea of making something uh, for food that involves everyone in different circumstances. You I know? Like that. Um, so I got the idea from just like trying to combine design and my love for food. Yeah. Um, and I'm like 40 pages in now. I've cooked with a few people. Um, 40 pages in? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! <laughs> it's gonna be a it's gonna be a real cookbook, you know. It's gonna... Oh my! So the meals that the people take as a comfort food is like you like get a recipe, yeah, 
it literally is an affordable meal that anyone can get. Yeah. And you take photos. Yep. Them cooking and all that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I am so... I, I can't cook with directions, but I'm going to need some guidance. Well, so also that's another thing about my cookbooks. Maybe 50% of people hate this, but there's not going to be like any measurements in it. It's all going to be like a little bit of this, like... Does it look good? Is it cooked? Is it done? Taste it. Tastes fine. Yeah, exactly. Because I don't know you. I don't know if you like your food spicy and stuff. I'm not gonna, like, put a teaspoon of salt or something up there. I don't. I don't care. You do you. You know. I'll. I'll put measurements when I think they're like absolutely vital. Yeah. And stuff. But most of the time, people like put a lot of their personality into how they cook, and I'd rather them feel empowered. By making something that was catered solely to them. You yeah. know, I, I'm just kind of like the guide. You know, I'm Ooh, like, hey, yes. make this meal, maybe. You know, here's all the stuff you need. Um, here's how to make it, like, not suck. You know, <laughs> like, don't do that. Right? Critiques. Yes. <laughs> like, that's what it is. Yeah. But, you know, just have fun. You know, Indeed. try to get comfortable with it. Cause, how big do you think it'll be? Um, I'm hoping for it to be in the 100 page area okay so it's gotta be maybe like seven more people to cook with hopefully that's amazing and then i'm also contributing my own recipes as well so Ooh wee and i love that you mentioned um the no measurements because that kind of goes back to our roots as well because mm-hmm. talking to our grandparents and stuff like that my grandma i've asked her a bajillion times how to make some of the stuff she's like i don't know no Literally, there's no recipe for this. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. Also, cooking with um, Andrew. Uh, Shout he didn't out Andrew. Have, <laughs> he didn't have any measurements either. And that's a family recipe. Like, that just goes to show you that, like, it doesn't really matter, like, for a lot of the things. You can just eye it, yeah. you know? You don't have to be, like, kind of stuck up about it and stuff, you know? Like, no shade to people that actually want to oh, measure yeah, things. Oh, yeah, not at all. Because yeah. I see the purpose of that, you know, trying to, like, actually replicate the image that's not what open on Sunday is about, you know. Dude, yeah. So you have the Instagram set up. So do you just plan on also publishing all the meals on there as well? Because there's, no, there's no post yet. So I guess you're waiting for everyone to. I love that. Right. So um, I did post a few things mostly last year, mm-hmm. 2020, when I didn't really have much to do. Um, but I looked at it like this year and I was like, these photos suck. <laughs> they suck, you know? And, like, I didn't really know what I was doing. But, yeah. So I started from a clean slate. I deleted everything except, like, the intro post, you know? Yeah. Like, the logo and all of that. Which looks so good. Thank you. Love Appreciate that. it. Um, so um, I want to get the cookbook out of the way first and then start on marketing. Because okay. I want that stress to be, like, gone. I don't want to, like, have to, like have like these two competing things of marketing and then like actually making the cookbook because i'm doing all of the design all of the like writing there's gonna be like stories in there articles and stuff like i'm doing all that by myself while working and trying to move like i need to like pace myself (laughs) don't rush anything man yeah don't definitely rush the art don't rush anything you're doing in life yeah by the way do everything thoroughly you know take as much time as it needs to take Mm -hmm. you know that is something i've was told many years I used to rush stuff all the time. You know, just take your time. Yeah. You're not racing against anybody. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? No. The world turned the same. I mean, there's you, no you, other open on Sunday cookbook. You know, this one might as well be good. Yeah. Might as well you know, come out swinging. Yeah, absolutely. You know what and I'm like another thing I hope to do, um, I'm learning more about is trying to apply to grants. Yes. To get the money to print it because I actually want it to be sort of a nonprofit thing. Oh, I love that. So the PDF will be free for anyone to download, yeah. view on their phone, yada, yada. But if you actually want the print, which will be like a hard book, I mean a hardcover, mm-hmm. um, you're going to have to pay. And uh, yeah. that money, all of it, I'm not even paying myself. I don't care. Yeah. Like, I have a job. That that money is actually just gonna go towards feeding people in Greensboro. I love that. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah. No, every I think every weekend. Well, that's what I only see on weekends. But under the bridge, going Spring Garden, going towards downtown. Yeah, where poorhouses. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. It's like there's tables set up, and usually feeding the, yep. the homeless uh, yeah. community yeah. here. And I think that's maybe something like that would be a good resource. So oh, something like yeah. that. It's just freaking cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I this appreciate is, it. Yeah, this is Centaur's giving back to the community. Absolutely. You know, it's gotcha. raised me for five years. I owe something to the people that have... I love that. You know, made it the city that I inhabit. You know? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. So with your work on here, and this is kind of near now, grinding down to, to the end of it, which is so sad, but... Um, <laughs> This so is great, by the way. Like, I good? love this, yeah. Yeah, I hope you feel comfortable. You, feel, you seem like you feel very comfortable. With yeah, thank so you. Yeah, it's good. Of it's course. Great. We're in my room right now, my dingy-ass room, which is hilarious. No, it's gorgeous, y'all. <laughs> yes, dang it. I have a bed and windows and stuff. It's aesthetically pleasing. There's hardwood floors. He's being humble. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> but there's so much variety in your work. You have the patterns. You have the, the illustrations. You have everything. So how are you... Stay on top of like enhancing your skills so you can learn these different styles of design illustration. Like, are you, are you taking workshops or how are you staying on top of it all? Um, it honestly comes from a lot of my friends that I yeah. have now. So, one friend along along with Andrew, huge huge inspiration, top dog. Yeah. Um. So, props to him. And then also another friend, Clay. Um. He's kind of like. I see him sort of as, like, my pacekeeper. Okay. Because, like, when I was in school, we were in school at the same time. Like, he would just be making, like, absolutely gorgeous stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, wow. Like, I need to, like, sort of take it more seriously and, like, learn design. Because it's pretty academic and, like, kind of mathematic. Mm -hmm. And I am not. I'm very gestural. (laughs) Like, I'm very, like, let's just put it on the paper and then, like, mold it later. You know, we'll figure it out. Um so I kind of rely on a lot of just like seeing my friends artworks I love that dude and also maybe not so much social media but comics okay comics yes are you comics myself over there yeah nice. I love comics yeah. Yeah, yeah manga of course yes anime I'm a huge animation like nerd like I love good animation like good fight scenes all that stuff yeah so like um, any of the movements, you know, like just the action frames, they're so gestural and they make no sense. Like when you actually pause on the frame, like everything is sort of elongated and like emphasized to like really kind of push emotion into feeling like it has like weight huh. or like just existing in the like the physical space. Um, so I try to like make things that are like that are of course 2d but have like this like maybe like texture or like some kind of 
like it's in the room with you yeah you know yeah um so a lot of that has been translated into me using like a scanner and like scanning just like 3d objects and like messing with them on photoshop yes stuff like that oh my god <laughs> yes it's, it's you know, I miss Andrew a lot because he's helped me on a bunch of my projects. But just seeing his process and doing all that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. you mentioned the mathematics with it, and he makes fonts and stuff like that. So like, just so much math is 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 involved with design. Yeah, and that's it's, that's it's so satisfying, mind blowing. Yeah, if you wouldn't think of you know of making a logo, having some math part to it, but definitely is, I and mean, everything you do, I can tell it is you know is thought. No, and there's the process involved with everything you do so sorta so like i everything i make is sort of like an approximation of what i see okay so like i don't actually use like math or grids or anything like that really? so like an actual designer that might be kind of stuck up would look at my stuff and be like this sucks and this is why this is all the, like the, the the reasons i'll make a list or whatever like I don't oh really care. God. Like, yeah, it doesn't look good. Like, is it fine? Is it pleasing to you? See, that's me. Yeah. I was like, it looks, it looks great. <laughs> you know, but someone who's very like critical is like, ah, nah. Yeah. Do this. I'm just like, right. okay. <laughs> and I don't care, you yeah. know, because I'll be there in a few years, you know, and mm-hmm. I'll probably be making wildly, radically different stuff than what I'm making now. But like, this is part of the learning process, you know. I can't really hide that. Yeah. You know, because one thing I have done is, like, be ashamed of my work. Which is something you should not be. Exactly. I mean, you mentioned earlier, like, you get social media and all this. So you're constantly seeing artists who are kicking ass. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, sometimes, I mean, even though you tell yourself not to compare, it's, it's very hard to do. We're not built to have so many people's works right in front of our faces it, at every point of the day. And it's such an advantage that, like, I've had some other artists on the show. I don't have more older artists because I have a completely different outlook. Because mm-hmm. I don't know them have social media. Um, they're just like, you know, I'm so envious that they grew up in a world that they didn't see all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like they were way more focused on their work and not what everyone else is doing. Yeah. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's it's such a double-edged sword. It's it's such a good mess. It's good for me because I found artists to interview. But, um... <laughs> Exactly, but and there's... it can be it can be great. It could be the best tool, you know. Yes, you could you expose yourself to so many things that you never thought would be like okay. You yeah. know, a lot of like taboo things and like just things you know, like us growing up in the South, like in a very heavily Christian based family. Mm-hmm. Like we probably kind of grew up closed minded without knowing it, and like yeah, the until internet, I met certain people. Yeah, yep, yeah, exactly. You know, certain people, of mm-hmm. course, yeah, absolutely. And then you know, the internet, just like, wow, that's what did it for me. It's like, whoa, these things are okay. Like, I can do this. I and could do. <laughs> Even now, I find things are like, oh my god, people are into this. Mm-hmm. That's wild. I would have never thought that. And I'm very open minded now. I'm, I'm very non. I don't judge. I'm not very judgmental at all. It's not my place. No, not my place. It's all. It's not my life. Yeah. So I'm just like, wow, that's cool. <laughs> I'm not into it, but like that's freaking awesome. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think it's a great place. It's, the world's so amazing right yeah. now. Are you enjoying it and not hurting anyone? Exactly. That's the key. That's all that really matters. Exactly. It's, it's very weird. <laughs> Obviously, our parents are still alive and stuff like that, so it's weird them seeing it and them being kind of like so kind of a little judgmental on certain things. Uh, maybe my dad. 
maybe with like okay. a certain language that I might use. Oh yes, but I mean for the most part, my pretty work open. is pretty PG. Okay, you yeah, know? that's very true. Yeah, that's very true. And my mom true. is so supportive of everything I do. She's like the proudest mom ever. That's freaking. So, oh, I bet her artist soul was just like, "This is what I want. Uh, this is what I wanted." Uh, no, she's killing it right now. Yeah, like she she has more. I mean, as far as you have a child. Oh, like oh still, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Want, yeah, 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 not, you know, yeah. I'm, she's doing her thing, too. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Equally right. amazing. Yes. But, yeah, I mean, I guess she's just happy that you are doing what you're doing. Oh, totally. It's so cool. Yeah. I'm glad I can give that to her. Yeah, absolutely. I'm also trying to buy her a beach house, so. Let's go. Wow. <laughs> Get the boat. Get the boat. One day. Beach house, you know. All the things. Trey, I'm here for it, man. Thanks, you man. my support everything you want to do. Do you think you ever get to the point where you'll be creatively satisfied? You think that's the place that you can eventually get? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you feel it now? I feel like maybe 20% of it. Okay. I'm trying to, like, not feel it so I can keep that hunger and keep growing, you know, because I do believe that feeling too comfortable, too satisfied could be a bad thing. Yes. If you eat too much, you feel bloated. Very true. move. I kind of translate that into my practice. Yes. I'm with it. Got to stay humble gotta stay you know busy yes yeah. you gotta work at it yeah uh, I, I i i usually hate calling it a grind i think that's kind of a negative in my uh, honest opinion but you gotta definitely keep working at it you yeah. know because but still enjoy life grind has like sort of like a capitalistic yeah. connotation behind it now it's like, like a boot, bootstrap thing you gotta grind yeah. i do i was like oh, i'm like i don't i want to use that word now, right. I, you know I've, over the years i'm like oh, i'm just i'm gonna work at my I've, own pace yeah i've seen the grind hurt people you know absolutely it's not for everyone so you have a balance and fun life mm-hmm. and try to do things you love to do at your own pace yeah and it's gonna be okay yeah you just, know just think a lot think a lot before really you do is. anything think a lot try try new things absolutely try to expand yourself when you're ready you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. this is awesome this has been great man thanks man i really appreciate you having me yeah. it was so weird like you asking me i was like i don't even know this guy <laughs> like <laughs> It's funny, when I first started this, I mostly just talked to people I knew because I was already in the art scene here. Mm-hmm. Then I was talking about Jacob Eason, who uh, uh, is on the, he's on the show, more behind the scenes on the show. Um, he was like, I was like, fine, I want to talk to people I don't know. I mean, it's cool I'm talking to friends, but like I want to talk to people I do not know. That's kind of the point of me expanding my, you know, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, awareness of the show networking yeah exactly so since then i've been talking to most people recently have been people who i don't really know that well yeah i need to get on that wave with the cookbook because yes like i know a lot of people but like if i have all of them in the cookbook it's gonna feel like a little too linear where everyone's gonna be cooking the same thing we're all in our 20s yeah you know like so maybe not a stranger on the street but maybe someone like you know like hey you look pretty interesting like you're in the area do you want to do this and like making i think life is about making connections that's all i want to do that's all this podcast is about absolutely you know so i'm happy that you're on a you're in a free pizza's journey i'm very honored thank you thank you for having me yes so where can we find you on the interwebs uh, I think it's definitely underscore Trey, or maybe it's just definitely Trey. Yes. One of those. Underscore. Oh, I should have. Oh, thank you. Yeah. See, look at you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my Instagram. You can find my website at com. Yes. And then there's some contact info if you ever want to work together. 
Absolutely. So you so. are for hire right now? Uh, currently, yes. Okay. Currently, you're taking uh, commissions. Yep. Awesome. And um, for the cooking thing, if someone you don't know hits you up, you'd be open to. Oh yeah. Open Absolutely. to that. Okay. So yeah, if you're interested totally. in being a part of cookbook, hit Trey up. Please do. Um, I'll link all the stuff in the description. Um, if you listen to this. Um, but yeah, this is great. Obviously, I can't answer you a bunch of questions in these interviews because they're <laughs> limited. But you've lived a whole life, so if you have any questions that I didn't uh, get to on the show, you'd be open to answering them. Absolutely, please yeah. feel free to reach out. Yeah, DMs going crazy. Um, congrats <laughs> again on your engagement. That's amazing. Yeah. Love is awesome. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It is. Um, tell her hello when you get there. By the way, I will. Home. Yeah. For um, sure. But thank you for doing this, man. This is great. Of course, man. Free pizza. We're out. Later. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smokes, niggles, whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.